Have you ever wondered what it's like to be a real-life medium? Then this is the podcast for you. In this show, you'll learn how to open your heart to spirit, hear adventures I've experienced as an award-winning psychic medium and teacher, plus I'm going to give you some psychic information and insight into what the future holds for our increasingly crazy world. Tune in every Friday and get ready to connect to the other side. I'm Jen, and I'll be your guide starting right now. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Singing Medium Podcast. I'm really hoping that the sound is better this time. I apologize for the last time. I couldn't even listen back myself because I'm like, oh, there's a bang on the microphone. Oh, there's a sound on the mic. Mic check. Mic check. One, two, three. Just kidding. I got it. I did it. We're good. So I'm back in the closet. I'm in my closet recording the podcast where I used to record it. And I got to be honest, I don't have a specific topic for you guys today, but I do really feel strongly that I really want to get this episode out for you. It is Friday. Not that that means anything. For some of you, you're like, it's Friday. Woohoo. But I'm like, for me who works from home, I don't even know what day of the week it is. Um, and I'm really actually looking forward to Mercury retrograde being over. I have not booked a trip because I don't want to in Mercury retrograde. <laughs> I learned my lesson from the last time. So it actually hasn't been that bad. I will say, however, what has been a little crazy, um, I already talked to you guys about, I told you about my macro dose. So that was basically the biggest thing that happened this eclipse season or, you know, if you believe in this kind of thing. And, and so yeah, I'm trying to figure out what to talk about today. I will tell you one amazing story that happened yesterday with a client. So very cool thing that's been happening lately is I have all new clients. Like the past two weeks, pretty much everyone who has come to me for a reading or booked a reading a few months ago and now they got to have it this week or last week has been brand new to me. And I just want to say thank you for the referrals. So I have one woman who has referred me to three of her best friends. So I really appreciate your business. I really appreciate you putting the word out there and telling your friends about me. It's awesome to meet new people. And it's also awesome to have people repeat. I love my clients that come back to me. I have a, I have quite a few that come back. So, but the new people, wow, just, just wow. Like I'm, spirit is wowing me. So I have a very cool story I'm going to talk to you. I haven't asked her permission so I will leave her name out of it but this week you guys I communicated with a nine week old embryo in utero guys come on like <laughs> me just saying that out loud is like what like I'm the one who did it and I'm like what okay so you're probably like whole oh, what is she talking about how is that even possible so I have in the past spoken, I communicated telepathically with a baby who's like nine months old in utero, ready to be born. And I gave the mother very vital information such as like allergies the child was gonna have and how to prevent all the rashes and all this kind of thing. And so that was very helpful. But but when I did a psychic reading. So when the client came on the screen, I was like, okay, so I explained what I do. I explained my spiel. Okay, so the first part of your reading, I'm gonna tap into what's going on in your life right now. Then you can ask questions and they have to be specific. And then future stuff will come through at the end. And so as I'm telling her this, the first thing that came in was kids, talk about the kid. And I'm like, what kid? Like I didn't get a chance to, to check in and be like, what kid? I didn't get a chance to dig deeper as I tell my students. Um, and so the, she goes, oh yeah, I'm pregnant. And I'm like, what? 
okay, so that's the... <laughs> so then we just carried on. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Then I gave her some more information. And then she asked some questions. And then I'm like, you know what? She ran out of questions. I'm like, you know what? Do you want to... Do you want me to tap into your baby? And she's like, you can do that. I'm like, I don't know. Let's try it. Like, I want to I wanna communicate with the baby. So... I found out that doctors lie like duh but like the research that you do like say for example you want to google say you're 12 weeks pregnant and you google what is happening at 12 weeks with my child with my baby in utero in my uterus and well duh where else would it be (laughs) you google it and it tells you okay it has fingers and so when I was telling this woman I'm like well I'm tapping into the baby and it looks like ET like it basically looks like an alien but I am seeing like a little pointy finger and she's like, I don't think they have fingers yet. I'm like, well, let's just check it out because I am seeing a pointy finger and it's really cute. Like I see one little protrusion coming out of this baby and it definitely looks like E.T. Like the baby said to me, I look like E.T. right now or the soul of the baby said that. So, so, so saying that, like think about that. As soon as you get pregnant, as soon as that egg and the sperm meet together and they whatever they do blastocysts I don't know what they do in there I mean I had four kids so I should know this better there's a soul in this baby the baby has a soul guys so I'm going to talk about loss in a minute um like loss of a baby in a minute because I think it's really important to understand that like the baby has a soul okay so anyway so I google and we're like I don't know if this baby has fingers or not it's only nine weeks old I haven't told anybody so I go in there and the picture of the baby literally has fingers and toes already. And the head looked like an E.T. alien, for real. I was like, see? And she's like, oh, I didn't even know it had fingers yet. I'm like, it does. And that was so cool because I saw the fingers first. Like, I was the ultrasound machine. <laughs> I was able to tap in and see what the baby was doing. And the baby, okay, is the coolest part. Just wait for this, okay? So anyways, I'm waiting for the baby to tell me more information, for this little fetus to tell me more information. And... I could tell, like, I couldn't find any information in the document or the research or Google that said that the baby could hear. Like, I didn't see any ears formed on the baby. And I'm telling you, I have no doubt that that doesn't matter. Like, I couldn't find that it had ears, but if it has fingers and toes, why wouldn't it have ears at nine weeks? So I I couldn't find any ear research. Like, it had, But the baby was telling me, the baby said, I can hear my sibling. So this woman already had a young child and the baby said, I can hear my sibling. And so the, the baby in utero said to me like this, and could hear, can't make out words, but could hear like, you know, that kind of muffly sound through this woman's uterus in the womb. I'm floating around in the little sack here and I'm like, I'm floating around, but I can hear my sibling playing. I can't hear what they're saying, but I hear, mm, okay. So then I asked the, I asked the in utero child, I said, do you want to tell me what your sibling is doing? And this, the baby in utero says, I'm a little teapot, short and stout. Here is my handle. Here is my spell. Okay. So then I was confused by that. I'm like, I don't know what you mean by that. And then. I started to see, I'm like, I had a feeling it was a teapot. But first I'm like, well, like, do you have anyone who like drinks a lot of tea or like collects teapots? Cause I do, like I collect teapots. So not everyone does that, right? She's like, no, I can't think of anyone. I'm like, all right. So I'm like, okay, waiting for more information from the child. And I'm like, oh my God. And then I had a vision, a clairvoyant vision of this Fisher Price 
teapot that sings and it has a face on it. And I'm, I said, okay, well, does your child do tea, have tea parties? She's like, oh yeah, all the time. And I'm like, okay, well, is there a teapot that sings? And she's like, oh my God, there is. And you push the button on the top. Like if you have kids, you know what I'm talking about. And my arm hair is standing up as I tell you this. <laughs> and she's like, yeah. And I'm like, well, okay, your child, your child that you're pregnant with, nine weeks pregnant, like haven't told anyone yet, knows that their sibling is having a tea party with this plastic toy teapot that sings at the top and the baby was doing this can hear the song I'm like I was like uh, what I don't even know how to answer that I don't even know what I'm doing like I don't I would say I don't know what I'm doing I know I'm communicating communicating with a with a baby who's nine weeks old in utero that supposedly has no brain that supposedly has no ears okay liar doctors they don't know that the baby can hear how would I said and I, I we were both like in shock kind of and I, even I was in shock because that's the first time that's happened and I said how would the baby know this how would the baby know that your child is having a tea party with a teapot that sings that song she's like I have no idea I'm like me either like it has to be real there's no way I could make that up right so super cool just like the whole the whole thing was just like bam 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 like all these crazy cool things coming in from this baby and so that was the first time I had communicated psychically or telepathically with a in utero child and I thought I had to share that story because that's unbelievable so I want to go and again I had no idea what I was going to talk about I had a feeling I wanted to talk about that story that reading that I had this week and what I want to say to you is a lot of times Let's just say anyone who's listening or anyone you know has experienced a miscarriage or touchier subject has had an abortion in the past. Now, I want you to know, and I don't want to make you upset, but the soul of these babies, whether it's a miscarriage, natural, passing, um, and something's just wrong, it's, it's not you know, good for the baby to be earthside right now, or an abortion because you were younger and something happened and you just didn't think it was the right time, that soul carries on in the spirit world. So in one of the readings I was seeing a grandmother in spirit, I think it was a grandmother in spirit, I can't remember the details, but she was showing me, oh, I'm in a yard. I'm in this beautiful property with grass everywhere. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool, who's here? And she's like, oh, there's a little three-year-old over there playing and I'm playing with this three-year-old. And I'm like, I could see the three-year-old in spirit. And it turns out that I I couldn't tell if they were passed over or on earth side because I was seeing the same child on earth and the same child as a ghost. That's the best way I can describe it. So we finally figured out that this three-year-old child, this woman had twins, was pregnant with twins, lost one of the twins and only delivered one child of the twins. And so the twin that didn't make it earth side is over on the other side. And I was like, I could see this child that had like curly, dark curly hair, was the cutest three-year-old you've ever seen in your life. And she's like, oh my God, like the kid that's that the twin that made it, it has dark curly hair and super cute. So it was the my first time also trying to I'm like, I don't know if it's like someone who's here on earth or someone's passed over because it kept flip-flopping to both. And I wasn't catching, I was missing the link that it was one twin, because I never had twins come through before who were not together on earth. And so to see that was like a ghost. I was like, oh my God, so this grandmother in spirit is with the three-year-old toddler. Who was so the miscarriage was three years ago. So when say someone had a miscarriage three years ago, that soul of the baby goes to the other side and is 
with your loved ones in spirit who are already there, like your grandma, something like that. And they're taking care of this child and the child grows up. So that's how I know how long ago the miscarriage was, right? So I see a three-year-old in spirit. And so the three, it was, that means it was three years ago that they had the loss. Wouldn't it be amazing to know like I've never had a loss. I'm so blessed I've never had a, a a pregnancy loss. And if if I had, I know people who have, if I had, I would love to know that my child is okay on the other side. I bet you you're listening right now, you didn't know that the soul of the baby, number one, as soon as that fetus starts forming in your uterus, in your womb, soul, the soul is in there, okay? And so that means if there's a miscarriage, at early on, right? That soul transfers over to the other side and carries on over there. Or interesting enough, that you might want to like, like to know this, the soul, if I see the soul of a baby, just like a light, a circle of like an orby kind of light in the spirit world, that means either the soul of that baby that has been lost is going to reincarnate into the next baby that you may have or a family member's baby. And the way you'll know this is um, like the baby that you have later on will have similar qualities to the baby that you might have had. Like, I know it makes sense. Or they'll like act like their father. Like, so reincarnation has a play in this. But in this case, this baby had chosen to stay on the other side with his grandmother and grow up. Okay, so you get to pick when you you get to pick when you're a baby, if you stay and grow up on the other side and do whatever you need to do over there or you reincarnate back into another baby within the family. So I love this so much. Like there's like so much learning happening and so many new things being revealed to me as a medium, which is part of my develop my continuing development. And I think it's so important for for me to have these new like the, everything that's been happening this week in my readings is brand new. So I've never experienced twins one twin on one side and one twin on earth. I've never had that before. So how would I figure that out, right? So I I was glad for the client to help me figure that out. You know, so it was just, it's just so beautiful to see all these amazing new things that are coming about in my work. And I'm excited to bring this information to my classes. So I teach multiple classes right now. I teach psychic development level two. I'm teaching intensive mediumship. I'm teaching foundations of mediumship. So I have three major classes happening right now. And I love that I can bring these teachings or these experiences, these brand new experiences to my students so that they're more prepared in the future when they are on their own and deciding to be, it's time for them to be professional medium. And then they'll have this knowledge. Oh, I remember when my teacher said this and they'll already have that. So they won't be scrambling like me being like, what the heck's going on here? Right? I always want them to have the knowledge. I like to save them all the problems that I went through my first few years of being a medium and giving them that information to prepare themselves so they're not, you know, having a hard time and making it easier for them. Because I wish my mentors had taught me way more than they taught me. And, and not that I'm not grateful for my mentor. She gave me the basics, but everything else on top of that was me, like through experience. That, that was the only way I learned what was going on in the spirit world was me doing readings every single day. That's the best experience. So if you're a student medium and you're like, I want to get better, practice. Practice, practice, practice. Get a volunteer. 
ask for volunteers, you know, but the, I, I'm, I'm coming, what's coming to my mind is like, you're afraid to tell people you're a medium. I'm not going to get into that, but that's also part of your process as you have to get over that. You got to get over that. And I always tell people, you know, it's not a gift if you don't give it to someone. It would be like buying this most beautiful gift, wrapping it in the most beautiful, exquisite wrapping paper with this most beautiful bow. And you put it on your top shelf of your closet. Like I'm in my closet right now. It's pretty messy, but I'm looking on my top shelf. And like if there was a gift up there, I would want to have it, open it. So it's not a gift until you give it to someone. What a waste it would be to keep it on your closet, right? When you're going to make someone so happy, you're going to make someone so happy by giving them this gift, right? So like, I know I have days where I'm like, I don't wanna do this. Like, I really don't wanna do these readings in the morning. I just wanna have free time. I wanna write my books. I wanna travel. I wanna go to a cottage. You know, all these things that we all wanna do. But then I once I get in there and I remember what I'm here to do, like, I am so awesomely lucky to be able to help people in the way that I can. You know, it's to me, it's a rare gift. You know, I'm not, I don't know why I'm saying this, but I want to tell you guys, like, there's some psychics out there and mediums out there, as you know, who take advantage. And I feel horrible because they can do it. Like I had, I think someone, someone said they had a reading from a, a medium and the medium told them something like, what did they tell them? Oh, that your husband's going to die. I'm like, what are you doing? That medium should be, there should be like a institution, like a uh, organization that oversees all the mediums, <laughs> psychics, and say, here is your integrity rules. You are not allowed to tell someone that their partner is going to die. Like, can you imagine being told that? And then you have to go every day wondering if your husband's, I mean, I already do that every day. Like, Chad's a firefighter. I'm like, are you going to come home? Like, I don't freaking know. Right? And he, he's trying, he's starting to understand why I get upset when he doesn't call me when he's late. And, you know, but like, it's just that's like you have to be so careful when in going back to doing readings with the losses you have to if you're a medium and you've got like and you're picking up babies and kids who have passed over and they're running around you and you have no idea what you're doing and you say something very hurtful not maybe on purpose you're like you have to have sensitivity you have to have compassion and so part of your training as a medium you have to know how to present your work you can't just go okay so I have a dad here and then your dad said he has your watch but then he didn't love your mom like you just ha you can't do that you have to you have to filter it a little bit you know with psychic more I like there's no filter with me like the other day I felt so bad that it was just coming out my mouth. Like I was trying to save someone's from like being in this horrible, I could see this horrible future for her with a certain person in her life. I said, if you marry this person, you are going to hate your life. And it just came out of my mouth. It was like maybe 1% of my readings is like that, where I, I have to, like, I can't stop what I say. Like part of my job is to prevent things or give people the opportunity. Like if it's their karma to, you know, go through that, I guess so. But I don't want you to go through a horrible divorce and a horrible, not be able to do what you want. Like, you know what I mean? So there is like a, a give and take with this work as well too. You have to be very sensitive and then know when you can be assertive and tell it like it is. And then there's moments where you have to be very kind and very careful and pause before you give information, right? So if you're the client listening, you know what it's like. I'm sure you have a story where you're like, oh my God, this medium told me one day that I could like blah, 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 I might have cancer. Like you, you've, my, I've heard these stories before, right? So on both sides, it's just gotta be this wonderful instrumental orchestra that has to be not perfect, but it's gotta work it's got to work nicely. So 
all of that being said, oh, go, I want to quickly, um, yeah, I just want to quickly share that, you know, if you're a medium, this work is very important. So get training, be trained, be knowledgeable, work with different teachers, see who you mesh with, who you don't mesh with. I always post in my Facebook group, Elevate Her Soul, other classes of people that I respect that if you're not resonating with something that I'm teaching, I give you options. Like I've worked with other mentors and other teachers, famous and not teacher, famous and not famous, right? Like you gotta go where your soul is pulling you. I highly encourage you if you have a gift and you're like, well, people think I'm weird or I maybe I don't know if I like, just go try, go try, try it out. If it's not for you, I, I'm probably gonna say it's probably is for you. It would just be something that your mind is telling you that it's not for you, right? That's part of the work too, is getting out of your mind and knowing what your beliefs are, knowing what your plug ups are and knowing what you're, how you're stopping yourself and you're the only one in your own way. You are standing in your own way. I told my students in the one of the classes recently, it's not your chakras, that's the problem. They're like, we need the chakra clearing. I'm like, no, you don't. It's not your chakras problem. It's your mind. Your mind is the problem in this work. And even in life, your mind is the problem. Your mind's like, oh, I can't do that. Or I'm not, I do the same thing. Like people keep, it's been four years since I've written my book. And people are like, where's the new book? I'm like, oh, I have writer's block. No, I don't. No, I don't have writer's block. And I think, oh, I need mushrooms so I can unplug my creativity. Uh, No, it's me. Like, what if people don't like my book? Which book should I write? I overthink the book. I don't overthink anything else in my life except for this damn book I'm supposed to be writing. And there was like a memory that came up on Facebook the other day. It's like, oh, like, here's my book launch. And I'm like, oh my God, uh, four years. is a long time to be between books, right? And then there's that, the mind has an excuse. Well, I don't have time, right? So I'm taking the summer off. So there's gonna be no excuses, right? I'm taking the summer off. Don't worry, you can have your reading in September. You know, like I just need the summer off. I just remember when I was a teacher, like I used to have all my summers off and I love having summers off and I haven't done that in like six years. So that's what I'm doing this summer, the summer off so I can, you know, just relax and just allow myself to like create and just be in the present moment and just like sit by the lake and like with the dogs, you know, it's just, you guys can't see me, but I'm like, standing up while I'm doing this podcast and it's like my arms are in the air and my knees are bent I'm like just like relax you know like we gotta do more of that we're always so busy you guys are too busy you're too busy I'm too busy to take Jen's class I'm too busy to sign up for spirit school no you're not it's your mind all of it is your mind okay follow your soul please for the love of God follow your soul it's the most important decision that you will ever make like I know you're like well wouldn't like the job that I'm going to make for the rest of my life? No. If you're doing a job that you don't love, that's not following your soul. The most important decision you could ever make is to follow your soul because soul is love. It's not fear. It's not judgment. It's like, I'm judging you. No, you're judging yourself. So so take stock of what your thought is right now. What's the thought I have in my head? Like Jen's voice is annoying. I don't know. I don't care. I don't care. That reminds me of a story before I go. Okay. Speaking of mentors and classes, so like when I first, like before I was even a medium, I was like, um, I had my office in Orangeville upstairs in the creepy Broadway building that was haunted as AF. And uh, I had a business called Reiki Mom. So I had this cute logo, it was purple. I hate purple, by the way, but it was like a lilac purple and it was Reiki Moms. Here's my office coming to, I paid 200 bucks a month for this office. Um, 
and in there, so I was going to rent it out to a potential mentor. And she came to look at the space, like how many chairs can we fit in here, whatever. And she said, well, in exchange for the rent, do you want to like take my class for free? And I'm like, oh, well, I don't know. Like there's something off about the exchange with this woman. And I and ended up being right, by the way. But I said, oh, I don't know. I don't know. And she's like, oh, okay, well, well, I don't care if you take my class. And I'll never forget that moment just looking at her with her like little short blonde hair. And I'm like, you don't you don't care that I take your class? Like, it was the way she said it, but now, like, seven years later, looking back on that, I'm like, she was probably like, well, whoever's supposed to work with me is supposed to work with me, right? So, at the time, I was so personally attacked and taking it personally, and I'm like, oh my God, she doesn't care if I take her class, and there was other things going behind the scenes that were factoring into this, this woman, but, like, it's fine, and now I realize what she kind of was getting. I was like, I don't care if you take my class. I said, I don't care about you. I care about you. I love you. But if you're not going to take my class, what am I going to do about it? I can't make you. T- I don't want to make you take my class. I don't want you coming into my class and being like, oh, God, I got to go to seven o'clock again. I got to take Jen's class. I'm top time. Like, I don't want that. I want spirit to pluck you out of the sea and be like, here, go follow Jen Abra, elevate daughters on Instagram. And you don't know why you're following me. You know, like that's 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 how it works with my classes. And I don't know how it works with other people's classes, but I'll never chase you down. I won't chase you down and say, you want to take my class? I don't I don't mind if you don't take my class. I'm not going to be mad at you. Right. So these are the kind of things that we learn along the way is being mediums, being humans. This is what we get. We're learning. Right. You know, so it's really important that you get yet. And I'm not saying get to do the work The doing the work on yourself will happen naturally Except, okay, here's what just popped into my head. There are people out there, and this happened this week, that do have no idea what's going on in the world because they don't want to know. That's their reason. I don't want to know. And I'm like, I guess if you have a trauma, like you don't need one more trauma, but like, I'd, I'm trying to trying to see from a, 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 my like a, someone else's perspective of why you wouldn't want to know. Like I said to that, she's like, "Well, I'm worried about money," and I'm like, "Well, you don't have to worry about money much longer. Like money's going to change in digital crap, and then good luck with the 15 minute city, and you won't be able to spend any money that you want to buy Lulu, and you won't be able to go on a trip." Like, and she had no idea what I was talking about. She's like, "I don't want to know," and I'm like. I, I, I'm not, it sounds like a judgment, but it's not. I'm generally confused and upset that I don't understand why people don't want to know what's going on. Like, they don't want to know what's going on in the sky. They, they think that those are the clouds. Guys, those are not the clouds. Those are not real clouds. Those are like chemicals and cloud seeding. And, and people are paid money to fly an airplane and put chemicals, sodium, titanium shit in the air to keep us all sick. And people just go, oh, look at those beautiful clouds. And I'm like, oh, how do you not know what's going on in the sky? Like they're trying to cover. Th- Anyways, don't get me started. But my thing is like, you got to know what's going on. You think it's okay. You probably might have the mindset that it's better to not know. Right. But I bet you still feel yucky. I bet you feel worse than me knowing. I know pretty much everything that's going on in the world and what's going to happen not even in my psyche I literally just know from from looking at things online and people have no idea she had she thought I had three heads when I told her that there was going to be no like no more money cash she had no idea I'm like stop worrying about money just stop 
right? Like when I was macro dosing last week, there was no money. Money didn't even exist. I didn't even give a shit about money. I had, I remember having a thought in my, in my bed, like, oh yeah, money's cool. I didn't care about it. I wasn't worried about it. I can't, I don't know how to explain to explain it. It was neutral. Everybody's always worried about money. Like, I don't have money to take your class. I don't have $500 to take your, like, you know, uh, stop worrying about it. Just stop worrying about it. You're going to get to heaven one day and be like, why did I care so much about money? Right? You don't want money. You want freedom. It's not the money you're chasing. It's the freedom feeling. You want to feel free. You want you want that feeling inside of your body and your nervous system to be like, I can do whatever I want, whenever I want it. I can just, that's what I want. I want to just pick up and you know what? I'm going to go to Costa Rica next week for like 10 days and I'm going to sit on the beach and write my damn book. That's what I want. So it's not the money. The money is just the crappy thing that we use to get the freedom, right? Unless you marry a rich man who takes care of you then, right? So speaking of Costa Rica, I really want to go to Costa Rica so badly. Oh my God, you guys. Okay, I'm going to go. I think this is a great idea. Me in the closet again and like standing up Hopefully it sounds really good. Hopefully I didn't punch the mic again. Hopefully you're having an okay time. Hopefully you're okay. I hope that you are okay. And I remember I had a uh, a life coach. She always used to say, you are always okay. I was like, what? You know, we're like, I'm not doing so well, but you're, you're okay. You're always okay. If you go into the present moment, you are always okay. Nothing is wrong. Three, two, one, boom. Present moment, nothing is wrong. Right? Practice presence. Bring yourself back to the present moment. Not what you got to do in five minutes. Right? Some little tricks here. How to thrive in this world. A lot of you are surviving. There's a podcast episode. Go way back in the podcast and be like, oh, there's a, are you, are you surviving or thriving episode? Go listen to that one. In fact, go listen to all of them. Thank you so much for binging my podcast, you guys. I keep getting DMs. I binge your podcast. I'm like, you guys are awesome. I always forget to tell you, go and rate and review the podcast because I think that helps with the algorithm. Like, it's actually doing better. I think I'm maybe like 5,000 downloads. I don't know. Maybe, I don't even know. I don't care. But like, get it up there. If you get it up there, more people can hear my crazy stories. Isn't that what we want? We want people to feel better and to have knowledge. Empower yourself. Find out what's going on with the digital ID. Find out what's going on in your world with the borders in the U.S. And like, holy moly. I know it's overwhelming, but you, it's, it's, I'm, try, I'm telling you, it's better to know the truth. It is always better to know the truth. Okay, I'm going to leave you with that lovely tidbit. And I'll see you guys all next time on the Singing Medium Podcast.